This is the Your Money Hour podcast. I am your host, Dakota Grady. Welcome to the show, everybody. And whether you're listening to show online in Australia or California or anywhere around the world, thank you for joining us. I am Dakota Grady, your host. So if you need help with personal finances, contact me at info at dakotagrady.com. You can also, also check out my website at dakotagrady.com to get resources to help you with your money so you can improve your life financially. And I'm also the accounting and tax doctor, helping nurse practitioners, entrepreneurs to have more time to focus on patient care. So I do that by offering accounting, tax, and advisory solutions so they can improve their lives and their businesses. Check out theatdoc.com. That's theatdoc.com. So today I have on the show, Miss Ashley Washington of Rock Nurses Rock. And I saw her online on Instagram. And I wanted to see if she could join us for the podcast. So here she is. So without further ado, welcome to the show. Thank you. So excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes, I'm ma'am. You're welcome. <laughs> so tell about, about who you are and what you do, Ashley. So I am Ashley Washington. I am a licensed practical nurse. Um, the specialties I and right now I'm doing traveling nursing, but my favorite specialties that I'm mostly in are emergency medicine and pediatrics. Um, I started Rock Nurses Rock as a nursing support group and coaching for new nurses and, you know, experienced nurses. All right. So, so tell about, about your journey to become a nurse. I know that I heard about two hard classes, difficult classes, anatomy and physiology one and two. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely horrible. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, <laughs> um, my journey to become a nurse was, um, and, and I'm still on a journey because I'm a licensed practical nurse, but I'm also, um, I just am going to be going into, in May of 2002, I'm going to be going to our RMBSN program. Um, so I'm relocated to Georgia from New York, um, to attend this program. Um, so I can get it done within two to three years. Um, but my journey has not been easy. I am a mom of seven children. I have seven children, four girls and three boys. Um, so that within itself has been um, a challenge on top of all the schoolwork and on top of work kids um, as well. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I think I saw your story on Instagram, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. You got like seven kids, right? Picture you and your children. Yeah. I saw it. <laughs> I think last year, I believe. So how did you get into nursing? And then how do you manage all that with seven children? Um, so I got into nursing. Um, I originally was in customer service. Um, I was a customer service representative at Verizon Wireless for years. Um, and then my father got sick. Um, and so um, I decided that after um, having children and just being in the hospital a lot, um, I decided, well, this is something I want to pursue, you know. Um, so I started doing my research and, you know, just watching and observing people, um, you know, in that field. And then before, while I was in nursing school, I worked in the lab um, as a lab tech assistant, handling the blood and different specimens coming in. Um, and I always will watch um, the nurses in emergency. And I was like, I'm going to be here one day. One day that's going to be me. <laughs> So um, that's how I got into nursing. And um, as far as doing all this and being a mom, I live by my planners. Um, my planners are like my best friends. I do my planner every Sunday. 
for the whole week. Um, sometimes I do it for the whole month. For my daycare provider, I do it for the whole month so she knows my schedule and we're on the same page. Um, but yeah, I live by my planner. If I don't have a planner, I am lost in the sauce. <laughs> so talk about the, the, the transition from being, I guess, a bedside nurse to becoming a travel nurse. Um, it's pretty much the same except for your you're everywhere and it's not your home hospital or your home nursing home um it's it can be scary it can be challenging um but i am the type of person that likes a challenge and i love to do you know something different every day and that's why i love emergency medicine because you never know what's going to walk through the door you never know what you're gonna your what your patient is going to be experiencing um and so i love that i love that thrill and um, that's why I started doing traveling as well, because I wanted to get experience at different places and, you know, in my community as well as outside of my community. And also wanted to, you know, do my due diligence in places where they are short staff, um, you know, and try to help out. So you started off, off air, we talked about how you started your business and mm-hmm. rock nurses rock. Why did you start the business? And then go and tell it talk about your academy as well okay so i started um rock nest to rock originally as a t-shirt business i've been selling t-shirts for a couple years um during um nurses week i would sell t-shirts out the back of my truck <laughs> and talk to nurses um about all the different challenges and just you know try to help motivate people to keep in there keep going to school i know it's hard you know stuff like that but um two years ago during the pandemic i started um my i opened up my brick and mortar it's, it's like a rent a space um so um i do workshops and stuff like that with nurses but i started it because um a lot of nurses that were coming into the field are um you know, they're learning behind a computer screen. They really don't have that hands-on experience. And I saw, and I saw, and I talked to a lot of nurses and encouraged them not to give up because um, they just weren't prepared for what they experienced in emergency medicine, you know? Um, and it was very, you know, heartbreaking, you know, to see someone cry. Cause they, you know, you, you go through all that school, you know, you go through all those long nights being up studying and, and, you know, you fought to be here and then you, you want to give up when you're there and it's and it's um it's heartbreaking to me because I you know I want to I want to pursue my career um to be a nurse educator and to be able to um to motivate nurses to you know stick in there and then even when you get there you still want to you know continue learning and and you know stick in with the fight because you're gonna it's gonna be a challenge no matter what it's always gonna be a challenge there's always gonna be something you know wow so have you seen that disconnect from the classroom to the actual on the floor? Yeah, yeah. Um, just because people don't, during the pandemic, when people are, uh, when nurses are in school, they really don't get a lot of hands-on experience. So it's basically now you're in clinical when you're put on the floor as a nurse. You know, you passed your boards and now you're on the floor as a nurse. And this is like your clinical because you really didn't have as much clinical experience just because of the pandemic. Um, so it is, um, it is a struggle, you know, and I, and I could only uh, imagine how hard it was, you know, I graduated in 2016, so it was no, you know, pandemic. We had clinical, we had that hands-on experience. We got the experience, you know, all these different areas. 
um, and these nurses just didn't get the opportunity because of the pandemic. Right, right, right. So in your business, who have you felt like you've been able to benefit most? Like people who who are older who go back to school for nursing, or the people who are younger. Like who have you who have you been able to help? So I, in my community, I currently am working with um, the students at a. Um, it's called REOC. It's a it's a school connected with Brockport um, College, but um, I've been able to, I feel like the younger nursing students um, who I've been able to help more, those are the students that are, and there's some adult learners in there too, um, like older adult learners too, um, that I work with as well. But I feel like the younger, um, the younger students uh, who have been able to, you know, help more and gravitate more towards. Great. So in terms of business, I talked to some mm-hmm. NPs, nurse practitioners, at least with one that I remember particularly, and she was saying that they didn't learn how to, actually I think two NPs, that business, they didn't learn about anything in business. Talk about that in terms of starting a business for a nurse. Did you get any experience as a nurse, as a business owner? And if so, what? So I actually did not have any business experience. I came from a customer service background. Um, and so I had that experience, you know, um, but not any business experience. So what I actually did was we have a program, there was a program through Urban League, um, Urban League of Rochester, and it's a business program. So I was able to take a part of that business academy program. It was something that just started. Um, and they teach you all about business, all about, you know, from the beginning to the end. Um, and I actually just graduated from that program, but because of COVID, we're not having a graduation, but I actually just graduated from that program. Um, this month was our, was supposed to be our graduation, January 21st, but it got canceled because of Omicron and, you know, all these different variants. So, but, but that's what I, where I got like all the information that I was missing, you know, when I first started, cause I had no idea, you know? <laughs> so talk about some of those things that you feel were very important for a foundation for your business? Um, definitely when we went over um, just writing your business plan and learning about marketing um, and all the bookkeep- bookkeeping part was like the major, um, major thing I learned. Even though um, I worked, um, I did taxes when I was younger. Every year I would uh, work at um, Jackson Hewitt. But the bookkeeping part was totally, you know, totally different, especially we have all these programs that keep, you know, keep track of it for us, but they had us do it on paper, you know, and keep, you know, oh my God, it was like eye opening. It was like, oh my God, this is crazy and (laughs) I cannot do this. (laughs) But yeah, that was like the major part. (laughs) Yeah. I tell people like marketing sales, operation is all important, but Without accounting, bookkeeping, you might as well not even, you might as well close your business. That's how important it is. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You lose money. You will lose track of your money so fast. Like I was, even though it was an example we were using, I was like, wait a minute. I lost track of some money somewhere, you know? (laughs) It was crazy. (laughs) Right, right. So do you have any clients like not locally, but virtually as well for your class. And, and how often do you have, have your class? So I have um, virtual classes um, Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then I have a monthly in-person workshop on Saturdays. 
Um, but the Saturday, the monthly workshop has not. It's been like on and off just because of the pandemic and all the different, you know, rules and regulations, how many people you can have and, you know, stuff like that. So I've been doing a lot of, sometimes I would have, um, and then I also started like a support group for nurses, like doing different things with nurses just out of the community and we just come together and just try to, um, you know, get through this together, you know, because it's, it's very, it's very, um, it's very hard, you know, some days are better than others but when you're in the hospital and you have clogged into your shift it can get real and really mm. quick <laughs> so talk about like being you say an emergency, emergency care right yeah talk about how you handle trauma because me i can't be a nurse or a doctor because i just can't handle it like i can't handle somebody coming in from a car wreck i just i'll fall apart so talk about that so it's like, oh my God, it's like an adrenaline rush. I think um, you just, you know, you just jump in and help, especially like, like you can have, like we have a total of six patients, one nurse and six patients. You may have a patient care tech to assist you. You just may not, depending on the short, you know, on the staffing. Um, but it's, and depending on what area you are in, it's, you know, nurses are around. We able to help each other, work together as a team. Um, and you know, do the best we can and to make sure, you know, we're taking care of all our patients, but someone could, you know, cold in a, you know, in a heartbeat, you know, like that, you just never know, or someone's coming for, for a stroke, heart attack, car accident, you know, anything, stabbing, um, but I don't know, it's just like you just jump in and you just are just ready. I, I don't know, that's just, maybe that's just me, but I think that's a lot of nurses, we just jump in automatically because we just, you know, we just want to help, we want to you know, save this person. And, and it's like, you know, I've been in a situation where um, it was a, a young teenager who came in, she was fine in the wait in her car with her mom, but when they got in the waiting room, she, you know, passed out. So we had to carry her back. Like it's me and two other nurses who are physically carrying this young lady. She's like, probably like 18 years old. She was just starting college in our area. Um, and it was just a crazy situation. And something to do with our vaccines or something like that and the doctor was like you know everyone out of the room but we had already carried her you know all the way from the waiting room to the you know to the to the room where she was at and they just were the doctor was so concerned about you know exposure to you know anything because it was during covid it was you know everything and um it just was it's just crazy how you just jump in not even caring about you know what this person you know has or whatever you know I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I can do it. So I, I commend you and all the millions of other nurses because I, I just, that, that, that's not my calling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's definitely a calling. It's, I tell everyone, it's, this is definitely a calling. You have to be, you have to be in it. <laughs> so talk about some of the challenges that you have faced in being, being an African-American nurse because talk about that part of being a nurse. So um, being an African-American nurse is a challenge. In the hospital um, where I worked, it was, you know, you can count on your hands how many African-American nurses, you know, are in the emergency, um, which is um, 
it's really to me it's really sad because in this community it's, you know so many african-american people that come into emergency um just because of lack of you know primary care doctor you know seeing a primary care doctor you know things like that and um it's just a it's a challenge um i would say just working with um other people who don't understand you know where this person is coming from and then you're trying to well i'm trying to you know build a rapport with my patient and make sure that I'm doing everything in my power to, you know, to take care of my patient. But then I have to explain to this doctor that's not from my community, you know, they don't understand what my patient is going through because they've never been there or they never seen it. Um, and trying to make sure they get the right care for, you know, for my patient. So I have gotten into arguments with doctors, nurse practitioners. I am the nurse that does, um, that will not, um, I just don't take it lightly. You know, I want to make sure my patient is taken care of and that they receive the best care, just like anyone else will receive and not receive any type of care, you know, just because of the color of their skin or their, you know, their background or whatever. Um, so I have, you know, I have um, had my share of arguments <laughs> with people just because I want to make sure, you know, we're doing what we are supposed to do. And, you know, and I know what we're supposed to do. So if we're not doing it, then I want to know why, you know, because it's like, it's, you know, it's like your parent, your, I look at my patients as family, you know, you came here for a reason, you know, and um, we got to make sure this is somebody's grandmother, this is somebody's dad, this is somebody's uncle, sister, you know, and people can't even have their family back in emergency, you know, during the pandemic. So that makes it even worse because people are scared, you know, they don't know what's going to happen. They don't know what's going on, you know, so that yeah that's that's right. the challenge so do you have any of your colleagues try to challenge you because you are you are an african-american you may not they may feel like you don't know what you're doing because you are a black person do you have those kind of experiences as well yes I, i've definitely had that experience because as a as a licensed practical nurse you work under a registered nurse so um, there is a, it's a, your scope of practice. You can only do what's in your scope. So I have gotten, I, I guess I still gotten into it with nurses just because um, I know what my scope of practice is and I'm not going to perform above it, you know? And because I'm working with a nurse that doesn't know my scope of practice, it becomes a challenge because they want you to do something you're not supposed to do. And then you tell them this, you can't, I can't do this, but I can do something else. And they feel like you're being um, disobedient, you know, or defiant. And I'm not being that. I'm letting you know, I can't do this. Based on my super practice, I can't do it. So I've run into a lot of, you know, issues like that. Um, but I, I think once people got used, you know, kind of used to us being in the ED, um, it got a little better, but um, being an African-American and being a licensed practice nurse, telling somebody, no, I can't do that, <laughs> is like, you know, wait a minute, what? You can't do what? Like, I got a lot a lot of that. You can't do what? And so they'll go to the charge nurse, let the charge nurse, she says she can't do this, da, 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 da. Well, she can't because that's not her school of practice, but she can help you with something else. So now, you know, they feel some type of way because I just told her the same thing. Now somebody else got to tell her, now she feels you know <laughs> so <laughs> gotcha gotcha so you figure out a way how to navigate those kind of things then in other words yeah yeah <laughs> gotcha gotcha so what has been some of 
successes in your career or in your business as being a nurse? I think um, because I was a, I've been a staff nurse for for six years, and um, last year um, around in the spring, I decided to go to traveling, um, and just so I could have more flexibility with my my schedule, you know, and you know really do what I want to do in my business. And so that opened up a lot of doors for me because when I first, you know, I first wanted to leave, I discussed it with, you know, the, you know, the person above me at my job and they were saying, you know, it's going to be bad everywhere you go. It's going to be this, it's going to be that. Cause I, I really had a lot of challenges, um, in an emergency just because of, um, the color of my skin as well as everything that was going on during the pandemic, you know, with the police, um, the different police um, riots and you know different um, you know different uh, hot, you know murders and, and stuff like that. It really played a role in you know us working in emergency because we had that thing. Um, we had the experience of having those people as our patients, and, you know, and they and they have they talk about it, and you know you hear that, and you have to. You still have to do your job, no matter you know how you may feel about what they said. You know, you still have to do your job, and um, yeah. So, but um, so that that really made my decision um, a little easier because I, I ended up having an experience with the officer as well as a um, protester. And once I had that experience, and I didn't have you know someone to you know, back, you know, back me up and support me in my decision, you know, and what, you know, what I wanted to do that, that made me say, you know, this is not, this is not the place I thought it was. And I had been working at the hospital, you know, as a lab tech and while I was in school and then graduated and came to work there, you know, as a nurse. And I, you know, I, I basically grew there. And then when that situation happened, I felt like, you know, this is not the place I thought it was. It the value you know that people have on their wall doesn't match the value that you know they they have as you know in this hospital you know it's it's different you know and i don't know if it was different because of the color of my skin or or what it was different because but um so i made my decision to leave um and start traveling and i feel like that was the best decision i could have made because they opened so many doors for me um and I, yeah, and I've been doing, you know, better ever since. So, <laughs> yeah. Cool. So talk about how do you encourage other nurses who've been where you are or who, or where you are now? Like, give them some encouragement. I mean, you got, you got the floor. Before we close, like, how can you encourage somebody who is in your, your situation or words, something like similar to yours? I was, I, what I tell people is you, you definitely grow through what you go through. So right now as a nurse in a pandemic, you're going through a lot, you know, you're going to experience a lot, you're going to see a lot, and you're going to have to do a lot just because we don't have the staff, but you're growing and you're, you know, you're learning, you know what's best for you and you have to make the best decision for you. Like I, this year I've been telling people, telling nurses basically like emails and everything that, 2022 equals focus on you because 
and all these decisions that have been made for us with the mandates and the short staffing and the, you know, everything that's going on in the hospital, you have to do what's best for you because at the end of the day, they're going to do what's best for them. So you have to make a decision for you and what's best for you. And don't ma- it doesn't matter what anybody else say or think, you have to do what's best for you and, and know that you're making the right decision. Awesome. So how can people find out about you and your business, Ashley? So I'm on Instagram is Rock Nurses Rock. My website is www.rocknursesrock.com. I'm also on Facebook as Rock Nurses Rock. Um, yeah. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So you have any final words? Um, I just thank you so much for this opportunity and um I look forward to, you know, hearing more um and doing more. I don't know. <laughs> cool, cool. Well actually thank you for your time and this is the Your Money Our Podcast. Thank you. <laughs>